Hello, and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, your main proprietor at the Tenkar's Tavern blog. Now, this episode is going to be a little bit of a follow-up on, I guess, yesterday's episode. I'm still looking at the survey, the D&D survey from Wizards of the Coast. And some of these questions that they ask, that they rate from not important at all to extremely important, I find pretty much worthy of an episode unto themselves, at least of a short podcast like this one. And the reason is because I think they are conversation drivers, not just a a one-off or potential conversation drivers, I should say, more accurately. So, first one I want to look at game sessions with constant action and excitement. I don't know about you. um, I don't think I've ever had a game session with constant action and excitement. There are highs. There are lulls. I'm not going to say there are lows. There are lulls in the action. But that's where the party interaction tends to take place. That's where the role-playing takes place. That's also where the bullshitting on the side, telling jokes and stories from work and real life uh, take place. But I think that constant action and excitement is a bad thing in an RPG. This isn't uh, World of Warcraft. It's, it's, It's not EverQuest. It's certainly not one of those, uh, quote, RPGs that you can play on your phone or your tablet where you're constantly running into monsters and you're tapping away at the screen. That's constant action. Theoretically, it's constant excitement. But is that is that constant enjoyment? See, that that is... I, I want my game sessions to have constant enjoyment. To me, that is the priority. If everybody... Uh, walks away from the table, whether it is in real life or virtual. But if you end your game session with like, ah, oh, man, that was a great time. I really I really had a great time. It was, it was a great three or four hours spent. Can't wait for the next session. Then, then that's what you want. I don't think you're going to get that with constant action and excitement. Constant action and excitement, you're going to leave that game table either exhausted or, or, or numb. Because action and excitement doesn't mean much without something balancing it out. And I'm not saying that you need boredom to balance out excitement. That's not the opposite here that we're looking for. But I, I think that you need a change of pacing for your game to uh, truly excel and, and, and being constant. Absolutes are, are usually a bad choice in, in any case. You know, never, always. Well, bad words to use in a lot of contexts because it, it, it cuts down all discussion. Well, you know what? Constant. Game sessions with frequent action and excitement, yes, that, that's that's great. Constant, no. I'm, I'm gonna, 
uh, step away from that one. Okay, that's just... Now, what other questions are looking good to me as a topic of our discussion today? Leveling up my character as quickly as possible. No. I mean, yes, if you're playing World of Warcraft or EverQuest or Anarchy Online or... I don't know, is Warhammer still uh, an MMO? I, I played so many of them back in the day. But yes, their leveling is important because leveling, quote, opens up the game. Leveling is not as important in a tabletop RPG. It, it certainly is part of the carrot. It's the carrot that every player comes back to the table for. But it's it's the adventure to get the level that's more important than the level. It's the path, not the destination. And I, I think that is often overlooked, especially by new gamers. You know, new gamers they like the carrot. Once you've been playing for a while, you see the carrot for what it, for what it is, and again realize that planning your character around for 20 levels. Oh my God, am I talking about uh, Pathfinder? But planning your character to advance them out for those 20 levels, that's not the game. Or it shouldn't be the game. It should be the adventure that gets you there. Stop looking at the carrot. You know, just look, look at... Look at the path... Look at the trip, look at the adventure, and appreciate that for what it is, and the levels will come. Putting too much of an emphasis on, uh, I, I hate to say it, but it's a mechanical aspect of the game, takes away much of what I consider to be uh, the better part of the game. Now, moving on, moving on from that. Would we say that uh, finding the perfect mini to represent my character? Well, you know what? Here, I, I got news for people that are trying to do that. You can find the perfect mini for your character if you choose the mini first. When you choose your character first and then try to shoehorn a mini to represent your character and have it be perfect, that shit ain't going to happen. That is putting the horse, sort of put, putting the cart before the horse. Really, you should put the horse before the cart, which is what I was about to say. But So you, you, you got to, if, if it's that important to you, if that is what your focus is, um, that you have a perfect miniature for your character, find the miniature first, and then design your character around the mini you have. I mean, there is an amazing Tenkar, the dwarf miniature out there, thanks to Darcy and uh, Star Hat Minis. And, and I got a painted version. God knows I could not have painted it myself. And it is an excellent representation of what I would see Tenkar as a character in a fantasy RPG to be. Is it 
the perfect representation? No. Because the image I had in my head is always going to be different than the image somebody else has. Now, maybe my my perception is changing. I really do like what I see. Hold on a second as I pause that. Actually, let me pause for a second. And we're back. I love my son dearly, but when I see a Tim calling, I know he's going to keep calling and calling and calling until I pick up. So, now that that is covered, uh, back to the perfect mini. Like I said, if you want the perfect mini to represent your character, pick the mini first. My opinion. I'm going to follow up with one last one, I think, today. And then uh, we'll, maybe we'll play this again, game, again tomorrow. I like this game. It's fun. Campaigns with elaborate narratives and plot. <sighs> Here's the problem with campaigns with an elaborate narrative and plot. They aren't... They're, they're, they're railroads. Okay? Yes, there should be a plot. Yeah, should it should be plot hooks. Let the f players find the plot hooks and take them where they may. Railroads are rarely a good thing unless, uh, listen, uh, unless you're traveling in real life. They get you from point A to point B on a predetermined route. That's why they are a railroad. If you have an elaborate plot, an elaborate narrative that the players have to follow, you're taking away their freedom of action. They're, they're, you're taking away their importance in a campaign because no matter what they do, this plot's going to proceed. Because it's elaborate. It's planned out. If it doesn't proceed, you don't got shit. That's why I prefer uh Plot hooks, a general plot. Let the players go where they may, unless you're going to play episodic. The DCC RPG adventures, which I've used with Swords and Wizardry, are perfect for episodic play. What I mean by that is you play the adventure out, session ends, and next session might have just a tenuous link to the new adventure the players are come up on. It's like, oh, three months later, and this is what happens. It's almost like watching uh, uh, one of those weekly dramas on TV. Maybe one or, you know, maybe two or three episodes, you know, connecting the story plot. But a lot of times there's no connection between the different plots that are going on. You can play episodically. And within that episode, you can have a very elaborate narrative and plot but uh, players don't mind the occasional railroad in the session. It's they, they tend to rebel when you railroad the whole campaign for them. So I would stay away from that. So I, I, I for this one I would say uh, campaigns with elaborate narratives and plot not important at all. Just slightly important, and I'm really leaning toward not important at all. All right, folks. 
Thank you for stopping by. Like I said, some of these are really conversation drivers, or at least they make my mind work in such ways. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate you stopping by. If you like what you hear, if you enjoy your times uh, spent listening to your bartender ramble about sometimes nonsensical things, feel free to support me on uh, Patreon, Ten Cars Tavern. You can, if you're listening to the app, you can for 99 cents. You can support monthly what what I do here. You can support me getting new equipment. I might even get a desk mic. Supposed to run his headset. Wouldn't that be exciting? I, I'd, I'd look professional. I'm not sure I'd sound professional, but let, 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 who needs to go that far? Oh, reminder for those of you on in the Northeast, ShireCon next Saturday, Berkshire Mountains. I will be running a game at 9 o'clock of Swords and Witchery Light. Um... Yeah, it's next Saturday, which would make it the 22nd. The 22nd. So, if you want an OSR or old school type gaming con, you want to support it, you want to make sure we have the option again next year, uh, I strongly suggest that if you are in the area and you want a game, give it a check out. You know what I'm saying? All right, folks, thanks for listening. God bless you. Each and every one of you. Stay safe. Roll your dice well. And uh, we will repeat this again. But not exact, not the same. Just, you know what I'm saying. But we'll do this again tomorrow. Thank you, folks. <laughs>